Welcome to the Tooth or Dare podcast with Irene and Katrina. The only dental podcast to bring you a Canadian RDH and an American RDH. These ladies bring you mic-dropping interviews with your favorite social media peeps and epic people doing amazing things in dentistry. Now let's put our over gloves together for Tooth Life Irene and Katrina the Wine Genist. another episode of the tooth or dare podcast peeps with your peeps irene and our lovely ginger <laughs> katrina friend. hi how are you today i'm good you I'm just, are i am good it's a saturday of a yeah. long weekend i find it funny how in canada we call it a long weekend but in the united states of america it's a four-day weekend how come you don't we, call it a long weekend we call it a three-day weekend yeah I don't a three-day weekend. Why? Why do you do that? Because it's a three-day weekend, and normally it's only a two-day weekend. What do you mean it's normally? Oh, because it's because like Saturday right. and Sunday are like considered the weekend here but in do you the say U.S. Like, so. I'm going to the to the cabin for my two-day weekend. No, we'll just we'll call it like the, it's the weekend. weekend. Yeah, so we'll be so like then, oh, the so weekend. Then wouldn't wouldn't that just be that then then if it's elongated, then it would be considered a long weekend instead yeah. of one one may refer to it as a. Um, uh, say a long weekend. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we do here. Every day weekend. But the really exciting thing, Irene, is that it's Valentine's Day weekend. It is. It's Valentine's Day weekend. Yeah. So happy Valentine's Day for all of you peeps. Yeah. Uh, coming up. All of you and and everybody, the lovebirds, the single birds, right, everybody. All of the birds. All of the all birds. kinds of the birds. The ones I that read, can fly, the ones that can't the, fly. The penguins that no penguins can fly, I think. No. No. They can't? Uh yeah, they can. Flamingos. Uh, I don't know. They can. There's, I, can I used fly? to know all this. I used to like I could list <laughs> off the birds that couldn't fly. Fun fact about me, Irene, my my mom used to take me to zoo classes all the time when I was a child. So I actually know zoo a lot classes. of classes. Like, yeah, at the Milwaukee County Zoo. I know a lot of random facts about animals, but for the life of me this morning, I cannot remember which birds are not birds of flight. Anyways, um, what are you doing for Valentine's? Anything exciting? Oh, yeah. We're going to scale Kilimanjaro. We're going to like have a romantic weekend, um, just flying to Paris, you yeah, know, to have dinner tea at the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. And then yeah. we're going to go just like a quick hop, skip and a jump over to London and have mm-hmm. tea with the Queen. Obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're going to do for she, she was able to Day. pencil herself into your busy calendar. Yeah. She used her number two. <laughs> she had her like minions sharpen it. Yeah. Um, and that is what we're doing. Nothing. That's we great. don't do anything for Valentine's Day. We're yeah. lameoids. That's okay. The last time we celebrated Valentine's Day, it was like a complete flop. Um, Why? What happened? <laughs> so, so Chris, this was when we were still dating, and Chris decided that he wanted to take me to this restaurant, um, and it's called Au Noir, and it's a restaurant oh. that's uh, run by the blind. So you dine oh, in the dark, and it's um, supposed to like heighten your other it's senses, to, like, right? Your yeah, other senses, right? But like, it's a small restaurant, and and I did not know, like, it was a complete surprise. So he took me to this restaurant, and I had spent all day, like, you know, I got a new outfit, I got this really cute, like, cream. Okay, let's talk like made in Manhattan. Do you remember J Lo's uh-huh. outfit in uh-huh. Made in Manhattan? It was like yeah, that white cream yeah. suit with the jacket. Okay, so I yeah. basically had that outfit except <sighs> in cream and with no. a sweater dress and like and brand new. Um, oh my were, gosh! Like, just like uh, 
like velvet, almost beige boots. Um, so anyway, so he takes me to this restaurant and it's overcrowded. Tables mm. are so close together. And um, the individuals that were serving us who, who were also blind uh, were like constantly spilling stuff on me. <gasps> oh my gosh. So, uh, Red I wine was, all over uh, you. Yeah, like, like, I totally thought uh, he was going to propose. He didn't propose. And then when I when you leave the restaurant, you are able to see the aftermath of what happened. And we took a photo after, and I was just not impressed. So that was the oh, last. That was no. the last. That was the first and last time we celebrated Valentine's Day. That's. I like that. Yeah. No, this is this is fun. I think we should all share our horrible Valentine's yeah, Day that stories. Was, that was that was, and the food was cold, and it yeah. was like stale. Oh. And you didn't know what you and I was spilling all over myself too because you yeah. can't see those like fork to face that just fork to face motion was so challenging without realizing that even though you don't look at the fork when it goes into your mouth like you your peripheral you still vision, like need to know right you still need to know yeah and that right and the How wine and the, yeah. it was it was a lot so never again um but Aww. to those people that do celebrate Valentine's yes. Days and have a lovely, lovely Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, it's also family day. It's that long weekend. So family day for you in it, Canada. If, so describe what President's that is day for you. Yes, it's a new holiday. Like it's, okay. it's only been around for less than a decade, I think. OK, what, what does um, one do on family day? Can I guess? So, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, do the thing. OK, all right. I'm going to do the thing. So um, I feel like on family day, um, everybody gets like baskets like not quite Easter baskets, but similar to, I don't know why we're going to go down this Easter theme. And then your parents have to go, <laughs> have to go on a fun little hunt in the backyard um, where you basically put out tiny little prizes. And instead of your parents watching you pick out the egg hunt prizes, um, you get to sit and watch them. Um, and so they just run so around the backyard sweet. and get like little prizes, um, like world's best dad and like all those things. And then Aww. you guys make a giant pot roast and sit around and hold hands and um, sing Romanian love songs to each other. Oh, okay. And like, the um, whole, like all of Canada sings Romanian. All love of Canada songs. does. Like this even is the in my head. Romanian have to learn that's Romanian. What I mean. You oh, have okay. to know. Um, right. Yeah. And then and then love this you holiday just yeah, already. It, there's just like so much love for the family and yes. um then the the day concludes with everybody singing "We Are the World" in unison in four part harmony. Correct. Okay. Yes. Now, that's like, well, what it's, I was thinking. It's, it's it's very very much like that. Okay. Minus like all of it. Oh. Um, oh okay. <laughs> but I yeah I think I think the introduction of Family Day. Correct me, peeps, if I'm wrong. It was that we were missing a, a long weekend, kind of in the winter. Like we had Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And then the next one is Easter. So the government was like, hey, guys, we like, do looks like there's some imbalances here. Like, let's just throw in a, another holiday weekend here yeah. called Family Day. Um, and it's supposed to be people hanging out with their families, I think. But now no one's allowed. We're, like, yeah. we're not allowed to hang out with our families. I haven't seen my mom in ooh, weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the family is me, Lou and Lou, Chris and I. Me, Chris and Lou. Lou, Chris Free's and me. company, too. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to, you know, pet the poodle and have fun. And that's it. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's that's happening. And President's Day is happening for you. Yes. President's Day is a day. What does Juan do for President's Day? Do you want to guess? 
Can, I can I can guess. Yeah. Can I do right. the thing? Your turn. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I'll do make the it thing. Quick. You do I'll the thing. I'll make it quick cuz we got to get into our episode. Um so I envision that um like little boys and girls have to sit around like a table um and they have to learn a song. Is there there's got to be like a president's song mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. lists all of the presidents in order of when mm. they became presidents almost like to the tune of like old McDonald had a farm. <laughs> um so like that that is what I envision. And then there are like, like, uh, like gold stars okay. that are given mm-hmm. um, to the little, little people um, or, or big people or whomever. But basically I feel like that's what you have to do, but then you mm. have to do it in reverse mm. as well for extra stars. So it's like old McDonald had a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, George Bush, Bill Clinton, George H. Bush again. Cause his dad, um, this is impressive. Ronald Reagan, Jim, me, Carter, um, okay. Gerald. Who's the next one? Uh, uh, Gerald. Yeah. Um, um, I'm impressed. Nixon. You have such a working uh, knowledge like, of our do presidents. It, do it backwards all the way to the beginning of, of the very first George Washington. Washington. Um, yeah. I think that that's yeah. what you have to do. Okay. To, to right. Um, basically what it is, is a bunch of community theaters perform really crappy versions of Hamilton. Um, and, and we get an extended like day off, which uh, for dental hygienists means nothing because everybody wants to go in and get their teeth cleaned on the day that they have off from work. So it really like in the dental community means nothing. Mm. Um, except like, you're going to see lots of families come on in on that Monday. Oh, Okay. That's what we do for President's Day. There are a lot of presidents with the name James. I didn't know that until just now thinking about it. Lots of James. Lots of James and Jimmy's. Yeah. James and John's and Jimmy's. And Jingleheimer Schmitz. James and Shane James and Sean John's. James Monroe. Who else is there? James Buchanan. James Garfield. We're learning about all the presidents. Yeah. A lot of Jameses. Yeah. I'm going to name my unborn poodle James. James. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have an episode. It's an awesome episode. It's a very yeah. timely episode in discussing many different things happening in the world and also help happening within dentistry. Yeah. So, um, do you know who the uh, episode is? Would you like me to give? It, yeah. Let's do the thing, Irene. You want a song? I, I mean, yes, what do I you would... want? Do you want to dance? Do you want a song? Uh, I <laughs> can I get both? Can I get a song and a dance? Sure. Okay. This will be my Valentine's Day gift from you. Okay. This is this is the playlist. Are you ready? So would you like me to preface this? Pref, um, please. As, Let's get okay. the preface. So preface is it. This is a, a, it's a description of what this person does. Okay. The songs aren't going to give you her name. Now you know it's oh, a female. Oh, no, I know it's a woman. Um, yeah. She identifies as female. Um, so it, I'm just going to play through some of these songs. Okay. Ready? Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Long, long time ago, I can still <laughs> do you know what do you have an idea? She plays the piano. Okay, any other hints? Or 
I'm just loving this music. DJ Irene rocking it on the mic. No. Yes. Summer of 69. This is what she does. I think people are wondering right now. I'm very much wondering. I'm I'm too dumb for this, Irene. So I was I was trying to find a play a song that had her name in it. Her name is Sonia Dunbar. But unfortunately, I couldn't find a song with Sonia in it that wasn't from 1918 because there's a song called Sonia's Ballad, which is the first song that I played. It's like a piano concerto. Like, there's no way that you know that. No. So then I was like, shoot, like, what does Sonia do? So she's known as the geriatric tooth fairy. So I went into Spotify and I found a playlist called Music for Old People. And oh, my God. Stop it. I That's so bad. Oh, no. <laughs> so unfortunately, we love these songs that we have to say. Oh, my gosh. I love all of those songs. Those are all songs that my dad and I, I jammed know. out to in I his know, kitchen. Like, my, I love that. So this is the playlist. I will tag this playlist. But this is. Please tag I, I this playlist. I need to show you the photo. Okay. This okay. is the oh, no, it's, it's the like a cover blue haired woman. Is a little little oh, little cotton top grandma with her cute no, glasses she's and her more blue like sweater. Putting on the Ritz is what I'm thinking. Like that's Yeah, she is cute. I don't she's know. Cute. So that 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 is that is the Sonia Donbar. Here you are, peeps. Enjoy she's this amazing. Yes. She's fabulous. Yes. And uh we'll catch you on the flip side. On the flippity flip. Welcome back to another episode of the Tooth or Dare podcast, Peeps with your peeps, Tooth Life Irene Irene and Katrina, the dental hygienist. <laughs> You're the cutest. How am I doing? Like, I'm feeling really You're good. You're so good. I love, good I love when I like spot ask you to do the intro and you rock it. I'm almost convinced you do it better than I do. I just sound really rehearsed. It's like, and welcome back to another episode of the... Yeah. I think yeah. You, just, you just bring your own little firecracker tooth fairy lively vibe to it and oh, i love you for that thank you it, well i get really excited and slightly nervous when you ask me to like kind of you know move in the direction of being well, more than I'm just, just your little sidekick one, one day if i'm no longer here on this planet or at my microphone you'll have to take the role of doing the intros and outros so better just work work on those right. skills now <laughs> teach a ginger to fish <laughs> She she drinks wine for a lifetime. I don't know. That's teach a ginger, teach a ginger to fish to swim and not drown after being drunk. And you know, don't um, don't drink don't drink don't on a weekday, drink and kids. Swim. Don't drink and swim, people. <laughs> Tell me about the person that's waiting in the wings right now yes, to be I'm introduced. So 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 excited. So um, first of all, the I think the first time that I spoke to this guest, I was doing an article on geriatric. Um, dental products. And I had stumbled upon her somehow. I can't even remember how she uh, is called the geriatric tooth fairy. And I thought, well, I just need to talk to her and learn about, you know, how we can support our seniors um, with a lot of their unique oral healthcare needs. And so I said, Hey, can I sit on a phone call with you? And we did, we sat on the phone and I'm not kidding Irene, like she is so passionate and she is just this like effervescent champagne 
bubble of joy. Like she just um, really has a beautiful outlook on our profession. And she has such an amazing passion uh, for our senior um, adult patient population. So uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I got to meet her and she's just kind of exploded over the years. Like you see her like everywhere, I feel like. And um, most recently, I know she's done a lot of partnering to help support hygienists who are wanting to set up mobile dental units. Um, and that's kind of been a new arena that she's really stepped into. So I'm so excited today because she's totally what we're all about, which is like amazing peeps in dentistry doing amazing things. Um, and she's one of those. So without further ado, I'm excited to introduce the amazing Sonia Dunbar. Hey girl, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You ladies got some serious issues. I thought I was special. (laughs) I thought I was special, but behind the scenes with these cats, I don't know what y'all have going on, but I love the energy here. Oh, you're so sweet. I love your energy. I watched you at RDH Under One Roof this year. That was scary. Yeah, that was a scary event. So I watched your your mega session, I guess, or address to everyone. And I love I love everything that you said. I love how passionate you were about not only your topic working with geriatric dentists, uh, geriatric population, but I think this year more than ever, like we're talking about the demographic within dentistry. And I love that you brought that forward in your RDH under one roof address. And Katrina and I were texting the moment that you finished and we were like, wow, like, Um, wow. Let me, let me say something about that since you brought it up. It was the, okay. So when they asked me to do that, it was, I, they asked me about four months in advance. So I hired a speech coach and everyone to help me with that. I, I rehearsed it in front of over 30 people of different nationalities because when I gave that speech, I was it was right in the heat of yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the death in Minnesota, yeah, Black Lives Matter, and it was so much going on. And I wanted to be to, to have people hear my heart. But it was scary. But I'm I'm the person to do something scary because I'm brave. I be I'm nervous, but I'm brave. I'm the one in school that will hit someone first or jump in the pool first or jump off the cliff first. <laughs> I just want to get it over. But if I'm a damn damn first, so yeah. everybody, you know. So so, but that was scary, and I I did get a lot of bad backlash from that. But you know Stop. what? I, from who? Oh, I got a lot. Of, hold on. Let's, let's say names. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. Hold on. Hold on. First of all, yeah, we don't need names, but let's first talk about for those people that didn't watch uh, you present. It's on my YouTube channel too. The actual the okay. speech is on my YouTube channel. Oh, well, awesome. So were you, was this your initiative or did RDH Under One Roof come to you and say like, we need to address Black Lives Matter and we want to do that in your, in your piece? Or were you like, no, I'm raising my hand to do this? No, they, well, the original, they had asked me to be a speaker and the yeah. original seat was for me winning the Phillips heart to hand. It was yes. all the Philip heart to hand winners. But when, when they had to go virtual yeah. under one roof came to me, he crashed an oral B said, Sonia, we really would like for you to do a piece on diversity and dentistry. And they did not give me any parameters. I right. said, well, how does that look to you? You know, what does that look mm-hmm. like to you? Because it looks different to different people. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we don't want to make it political. 
and we just want you to speak your heart because it's a heart thing. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. So, um, but it, it so they they initiated it. Um, um, Kristen Orby, um, and Philip. Just on the branding, here. on like on a brand side, like that's wonderful that it, it they is. took yeah. this yeah. opportunity to address yeah. what very much is the problem the in dentistry. You should have seen some of the emails I got. It was it was so many people. It literally took me two days. And I am a brave, like I said, I'm brave. It took me two days. I was bawling my eyes out. Um, I just had to go to the beach and just wash it away. I did. I that's my safe space. What that's were why they I what were they saying? Like what what was the what's the problem? The problem is that um, someone said some something the, that's true that makes you feel uncomfortable. Is that no. this, because that's the point? Of- well, a lot of people were saying it's not the place for this. Um, dentistry is not the place for this. It is the place for this. Dentistry is so white and it needs to yes. be addressed. It's not yes. the place for black people and even worse, African-American women. So it's just you don't see us. Yeah. We're invisible. So we, and we're not invisible to us, but we're invisible to dentistry. Yeah. And that was I at least got over 10 horrible emails and it was people in the link that said things. And no Ann Duffy, when I went back and read it, Ann Duffy finally spoke up and said, just give her a chance and listen. And that's when it, it went down. But here's the deal. It takes all of us. Yeah. People that don't look like me have to say something because yeah. when I talk, I sound like an angry black woman. Because I've been saying it so long. When we talk, it doesn't sound right. But people that look like you have to say something. Mm-hmm. It takes all of us to do this. Mm-hmm. But I got past it. I did what I needed to do because on my shoulders was every woman behind me that does that looks like me, that's lighter or darker than me. I did that for other women and other young men in dentistry. So mm-hmm. people, if they didn't know what they heard it that day. That's, you know, and, and the thing is, Sonia, you're so right. First of all, it it takes a lot of bravery during not only a global health crisis, a global financial crisis, but just this incredible, um, void that we saw in humanity and what was going on right at that time, you know, in, you know, July to kind of October of 2020, and you stood up and you said something, you know, I I always say like, if you want to make true change, you have to be able to stand up and say something that's going to make people feel uncomfortable. Um, and we don't, we don't get to change through feeling comfortable. We have to step outside of our comfort zone to really be able to do that. And you did it. And I'll be the first to tell you, Sonia, um, and I, Irene knows this, I delivered the mega session the year before. And, um, and I had a similar situation where, I, I mean, most people were accepting of what I said, but I did have a handful of people that also had really unkind things to say, which I think just goes to show. And, and I remember Irene, like I I was like freaking out about it. I'm like, Oh my God, you know, and I, I was, sad and I felt horrible about it. And, you know, because you take all this time, you take this energy, you, you want to build something that's beautiful. That's going to make an impact and you're met with resistance. But, you know, I think about other leaders in our profession or outside of our profession that were met with resistance that, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King, right? Like how many times have people had to say things throughout history and, if it's completely received by everybody, maybe it's not provocative enough. So what you did was you, you paved the way you brought light in to an incredibly dark area in our profession and what was happening at that time. And you spoke from the heart. It made people feel uncomfortable and you know what? That's okay. Yeah. That's, that's why they put you on that stage to speak about that topic when they did. Right. If, if they knew it's that. interesting, like you're, you're so right. And 
oftentimes we take advantage and we don't recognize that there is an issue in dentistry. We're so caught up in our everyday lives that, you know, now that I think back, I miss trade shows. I really miss walking the trade show floor. But how few black people are there at dental conferences and dental trade shows? More so, how few are employed by some of these large corporations or high powered positions? And you walk these trade show floors and the diversity is, is lacking. And then the more yeah. Southern you get or the more further into one state you get, like the fewer and fewer they are. When I think back, there were no people of color in my graduating class in, 27, mm-hmm. in 2007. There were two men. There were no people of color. And if I think back to like a lot of the people that were in my school also not a lot of people of color. And I'm in Toronto, which is supposed to be a very diverse part of Canada. So hit the, the unfo- is- hit the unfollow button here, people. <laughs> feel, free. Is- feel free. Feel free because it's, it's it's like, yeah, like hit yeah. the unfollow button here. If if this isn't what you like and you don't want to right. hear it, then that's right. that's on you. But we do mm-hmm. need to make a change in dentistry. And the good thing is, as African-Americans, we don't we don't want people to pick us because we're black we want to right. be you want to be seen and skills. given your merit yeah because think about it like this there are so many um african-american hygienists out in the community men and women and there's so many with high degrees but how many mm-hmm. conferences that we go to that it's not a lot of african-americans on stage right. i was just at a the a, a conference there were there was only one person that looked like me there right Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there was nobody of color on stage, man, woman, you know, but I'm going to ask you ladies, I mean, just really, you don't have to answer this question, but how would you feel if you went somewhere and you were the only one white person there would, and everybody would, else was black? Yeah. If it, we, I mean, we wouldn't even know what that's like. Exactly. It, that's never, so, but we <laughs> never have been to live like that. Yeah. We just want our chance. We, we just want our chance. We don't want anyone to give us anything, but give us our opportunity. I'm, I'm pursuing a doctoral degree. I've been mm-hmm. trying to get on stage and speak forever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so a lot of African-American or Hispanics, hygienists like myself, but we just don't get the opportunity. We're overlooked. So mm-hmm. it's, it's just time. And yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to stop going to events if there's no one that looks like me that's going to be speaking. Yeah. I'm, going to give, I'm, not, I'm not doing my money like that anymore. Sure. And I, sure. And I encourage other hygienists to d- demand a change. We can't keep supporting people who don't support us mm-hmm. and don't support difference. Don't support LBGTQ because mm-hmm. that's here as well. You mm-hmm. have to support diversity. And that's yeah. where the world is going. And that's why there's such an upgrade. Yeah. That's beautifully said. But let's talk about older people. Let's, let's, do, talk, let's talk. Okay. <laughs> we see where you are now. We can visit your website. We can read all about you in various magazines and blogs that you've written for. But I want to know where this all started. So let's talk about the Sonia of high school, elementary school. Like, how far back do you want to take us? And let's understand where this passion came from to work with. A geriatric population. I mean, that's no one wakes up one day and is like, I'm going to graduate high school. I'm going to become a dental hygienist and I'm going to, you know, figure out how to clean dentures. Like that's not, that's not anyone's like, I'm going to wake up from this and like, all right, I'm going to, 
I'm just gonna like figure out how to clean someone's dentures. Like I, I don't. I like, couldn't work with her every day. I know. You see what I mean? This is what I deal with, Sonia. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, I just love her energy. <laughs> I mean, is, is she is she really like this all the time? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's it's exhausting. So we're okay. Let's do like you know. I'm gonna be totally. I'm gonna tell the honest truth right here. I always start my story with my grandmother. Okay. And her being put in a nursing home. But I'm going to, this is the first time I'm going to tell you exactly where this started. I am, I have dyslexia okay. and I, I, I have a hard time reading. So I've always had a hard time in school and the, the kids would pick on me so bad because I didn't know what I had. And when I was, I'm a lot older than both of you all. So when I was in school, if you had a, a disability, they would take you out to class. Right. At certain times mm-hmm. of the day. And, it, and the kids would tease you because they said you're going to special class. And then I really did ride a different bus. It was a little bus. So it was that joke about the short bus. It is a short bus. So I did take a different bus to school in, in one of my grade schools. So with that being said, I didn't have a lot of friends. So really, my only friend was my grandmother. because She babysitted me after school. So she was really because my mother worked at the plant. I'm from Detroit. My mother worked at the plant and then my father, they were separated. So I didn't see my father only on the weekends. So my grandmother kept my sister and I, and she was literally my best friend. And she would talk to me like I was an adult in the third grade. And I would sit on the porch and drink coffee with her in the third grade and eat toast. So I was always like a little old lady. So she and I just developed an amazing friendship. Her best friends were my best friends. And, and then that's where my grandmother's story kicked in. And she ended up living with me when I got married. She got diabetes. Her leg had to get cut off. I was crying no. my eyes out when I had to put her in a nursing home. So I swore no. to her I would never do that, but I couldn't. I was actually killing her keeping her home. Yeah. Because I couldn't manage her diabetes. Yeah. She had congestive heart failure. So when I put her in a nursing home, and that's when I started noticing the deplorable condition there. And then once my grandmother expired and transitioned to her best place, I, I, I did it in honor to her. So I say this. I started doing it for free. I started actually going into the nurse homes. And because when I was doing my grandmother's dentures, I started with a roommate and then her roommate's roommate. And then it was all over the whole okay, nursing okay. home. Go back, go back, go back. So you were visiting your grandmother before before she passed. And you in noticed, the nursing home. And were you a hygienist at the time? I was a hygienist at that time. Okay, yeah. so you, you, you went to school, you became a dental hygienist mm-hmm. with the intention of helping your grandmother or it just kind of no, happened? No, I, I became a hygienist because I, I wanted to be a dentist. Okay. But I couldn't pass the test. Got it. So okay. Then I got into hygiene school, taking all the okay. remedial courses, and so, then so then yeah, you, then you got, went and you hung out with your grandma and her friends, aka your friends, and then friends. You, you you and the crew at the nursing home were just chit chatting, and they were like, "Hey, Sonia did a really great job on my dentures. Like, can you? T- hey, Sonia, can you look at like Betsy's?" Like dentures. No, let me so, tell you. No, so no, you no, just started like room hopping no, with like a little no, basket with like mother, a little no. cleaning thing. Yeah, that would have been decent. <laughs> this, that would have been decent. That would have been decent. But my my grandmother was my, my grandmother was prostituting me out. Let me tell you. Oh, so, listen, listen to this. Are we talking so, like how many songs here? Listen, my grandmother <laughs> used to smoke cigarettes, and I would never bring her cigarettes. Oh, okay. So one, one day I went to see her because she had oxygen. She oh, had the oxygen on her chair in the back and she smoked cigarettes. I was like, grandma, oh I'm going to blow this joint up. So she, <laughs> so I'm not giving you no cigarettes. All Everybody in here going to die. So she, <laughs> one day I went and 
And she was in the hallway, like in a courtyard, smoking a cigarette. And, and when I went to her room, it was a line of people outside her room door. And they were all waiting on me to clean their teeth and dentures. I was just brushing their teeth. <laughs> and I said, where's my grandmother? I went out in the courtyard. She said, she said, I've been telling everybody that if they give me two cigarettes, my granddaughter would clean their teeth. <gasps> oh, my no! grandmother was prostituting me out. No for cigarettes. So that went on oh. until she died. So she had bartered me out. She's like, you got to clean their teeth or I'm going to have to give them their cigarettes back. So I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> It's like, it, like, like, like she was enough. in jail. That's an entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, oh, there you go. Did you call her Christina? What did you, Christina, she, what did she, you call? She's an entrepreneur is what she is. She's <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> too funny. Okay. So, so you started cleaning everyone's dentures and then how did that transpire into a profession uh, or like in being known as the geriatric tooth fairy? Well, once I started doing it, other nursing homes started asking me and I kept doing it for free. Then I went and worked for a company who was doing it. And then I learned how to to make it a business. And then I noticed that I was just only able to affect the people that I could put my hands on. But becoming a speaker, I could reach more people with my mouth. And that's where the geriatric tooth fairy developed her wings. And I started traveling internationally and nationally to different nursing home conferences, hospital conferences, and just spreading the news. So mm. tell me about tell me about connecting seniors to smiles. Um, oh and my tell me about how are you a veteran? Yes, I was so I, I noticed she's your, amazing. I noticed on your website that it said veteran owned. So I didn't know if you had a partner or if you were a veteran. Where did that? How did you where who what where when why and how please? <laughs> well, I was I was in the Navy for several years for four years and my husband retired. So oh, wow. we did our Navy time and um. So that that's amazing. And the Connecting Seniors to Smiles, I, I had an organization where I was connecting hygienists to educate nursing home staff. Oh. But here's the good thing. After during the pandemic, I was able to get a, a I was able to get on the Tamron Hall show and I was able to have people all around the country donate tablets to me. Oh. We, we, we cleaned them and we were able to give them to nursing homes all over the country so that people could see their loved ones. Oh. Because a lot of nursing home residents do not have cell phones. Yeah. So we need yeah. tablets so they can see one another. So we were able actually to connect seniors to smile. So they could see their grandchildren and they, cause they, they, they not only were locked in the nursing homes, but they were locked in their bedrooms. Yeah. In the nursing home. yeah. They couldn't even go in the hallway. Yeah, they have been locked. So it was like a prison, and it, it just really makes me want to cry. Oh, yeah. no, I'm sorry. That's so sad. Like but a- you know what? You're so like terrible. the advocate for them. You're you're this like really beautiful presence that when you come in, I mean, just like with grandma and all of her friends, like they, they love it. They look to you to to you know provide that. And I, I think we can all agree. Like I, I volunteered um, with a local nursing home growing up, um, and you see you know, some of the conditions that our seniors are living in and, and it is hard. It's, it's, it's hard to see that. It's hard to know. My grandfather is uh, in a senior living facility and um, especially now during this pandemic where they, they can't connect with anybody. It, it literally is prison for them. So for our listeners who um, have a family member who's living in an assisted living facility, like consider sending a postcard or, you know, find a way to connect with them, like do something because I'll tell you when I was back in Wisconsin and got to visit my grandpa, it was like the biggest event of the day (laughs) that Bob got 
visitors and everybody was like, Oh, he's, you know what I mean? It was like, it was such a big deal. And it was so sweet. Like, and all we did was stop by and we could only be there for 30 minutes and we had to, you know, there were all these rules in place, but it just made his day. And, and I know that for many people listening, they're thinking about one of their loved ones that um, could maybe use a little sparkle in their day. So Sonia, you've, you've certainly inspired me, (laughs) um, you know, to, to reach out and be more connected. Um, Remember, um, like I, I've, I've lost all of my grandparents and I lost mm. them relatively young, but my husband, um, my husband lost his grandfather, his last grandparent, um, about a year and a half ago, two years ago. Uh, no, sorry, 2017. And, uh, he married us. So he was a retired minister. And mm. on father's day, we, we knew we were going to do a destination wedding. And unfortunately he was recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and he knew that he wouldn't be able to attend. So like on the fly, we went to visit him in his home and we asked if he would be interested in marrying us. So we did like oh. a 10 person. Um, my mom was my maid of honor. His dad was his best man. And he married us in this like little country house. And it was really sweet. Very cute. We kind of threw it all together. I bought like a secondhand wedding dress and had to have it fit in. And it was, it was really sweet. But I remember going to visit him and he his home was like an hour and a half away uh, from where we live. But I remember like, it was a huge deal for him. Like he would tell everyone that we're coming and he would like shower and he would put on like, obviously I'm sure she showered, but he would like put on like almost like a suit. And we would sit in like the little common area where everyone was playing cards or dominoes. And this was obviously pre pandemic, but I remember it being like this, this proud moment. It was like a proud moment because I'm sure a lot of people put their parents or grandparents in homes and, you know, they don't visit as often or life gets really mm-hmm. busy. Um, and it's like this proud moment that like my grandchildren or my great grandchildren mm-hmm. care about me so much that they come yeah. and visit me. But, you know, I, as a hygienist at the time, I never thought about his oral health. Like I'm mm-hmm. disappointed in myself, even like knowing what I know now and having the resources that I do. And the systemic that, link. Yes. That I never mm-hmm. asked like, Hey, what's your toothbrushing situation like here? Like, do you need me to give you an electric toothbrush? Do I make sure I use it? I never thought to ask those questions. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that we should, we should be asking not only our patients that, but um, each other, like, Hey, yeah. like, you know, do you have a family member that's in an assisted living facility? Right. That's what the, like the, yeah. the name would be. Or living um, at home by themselves. Some right, of them are living yes. at home. Yeah. Like, hey, what's the deal with their toothbrushing situation? Cause their gums can be really sore, really red. They don't might not know what to do with their dentures at night. Do they take them out? Do they have denture stomatitis? Do they need any medicaments? Um, mm-hmm. Do they suffer from dry mouth? Cause a lot of, a lot of those you know, elderly individuals have a lot of medications that can induce their stomia. So, I mean, like these questions that we're so excited to go and visit them and spend yeah. the time saying like, let me tell you all of the things that are happening in my wonderful life outside of these four walls. Yeah. We, forget, we forget to ask like, Hey man, like what's going on inside your world here inside right. these four walls? Like what, what, what's your mouth and your body and your, your soul telling you? Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Dang it. And you know what? And just one more note to add to that. Even not that I want to talk to the clinician that's in the op. Mm. What's going on when you see a patient, you've been seeing him for years. And then one day he comes in with his daughter. Yeah. And his mm. daughter is helping him update his medical history. And then you don't see him for a while. I have um, a, a talk that I do call the net. Who 
who's catching those people right in that middle net place mm. when they're leaving, being able to take care of themselves and maybe transitioning to someone helping them with like their children is mostly a daughter, then transitioning to ex- maybe assisted living, then mm. transitioning to long-term care or even hospice. Right. So it's a net space that is gray in dentistry. And I, I was given the opportunity to speak for at my first national dental conference. I'm speaking in Florida this year at the dental conference. And I'm talking about that net, that gray mm-hmm. space. How do we keep them on our recall? What are we asking mm-hmm. questions? Mm-hmm. Are we noticing signs that they forget stuff? You know, so what's going on? Because we don't want to we want to follow our people all the way through. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're absolutely right. You, you do miss that. Like when the daughter starts coming in and you've been seeing Mr. Jones for the past 10 years, that obviously that that is a, a clear indicator. And there are things that that we should be attuned to because we know this patient and we know the patient's family. And, you know, we've watched as this the care has evolved for this patient. We've watched as, you know, maybe a perio has progressed or decay mm-hmm. spots. We've had to extract mm-hmm. teeth. And I think the, the biggest challenge for our seniors is when they get to a situation where they have such a strong loss of function. And I know you and I've talked about this, um, like with my grandfather, um, who passed away two years ago, um, you know, toward the end, he wasn't wearing his dentures. He wasn't bringing in nutritious or, you know, mineral and vitamin dense foods and to see how quickly that decline happens because our you know, our seniors don't have full function to be able to eat our fruits and vegetables and things that we really do need to sustain ourselves. Right. So it's, it, it becomes really important, um, not just from a clinical standpoint, but also to Irene's point, um, you know, do, do you need help with a toothbrush? Do you need an electric toothbrush? Like how's yeah. your dexterity, all of these things that we learned in school. And then when you get that patient in the chair and you've got an hour and it's taking a little bit to get them back into the room and to sit them down and you, all those things that kind of eat into your clinical time. Sometimes we miss that, um, but it's really important. And, um, you know, more than ever, the things we're understanding with that oral systemic link, um, we can't afford to have um, misdiagnosed treatment or neglect where our seniors maybe need perio work and we're not doing it on them because it's like, oh, he's 85, you know, like, it's, right. you know, I think right. actually the fact that he's 85 and he has all of these other systemic conditions should actually make it even more concerning Absolutely. that we start treatment on this patient. But I think we've, we've had kind of an interesting mindset on that in dentistry. And now with our patients living longer and many of them living with their teeth, um, I think our work has evolved quite a bit. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you've now, who is the geriatric tooth fairy? Like how have you kind of created this brand and this, you know, several profit centers within your business where you're really supporting seniors? Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I'm so excited from one of the big things that I've, I've launched over the last year is the Suave and Sassy Senior Show with Sonia. I saw that and on your YouTube channel. So awesome. <laughs> it is really yes. cool because I get to interview some amazing seniors and I have an opportunity with the cable show. I'm, I'm, I'm working with the, um, the producers now to actually have a studio in Atlanta where I can actually do um, a live show where we bring seniors together and we highlight them on the show and we do different things. And because 
I just feel that I just want to be the voice for those who voice who has become a whisper. Because as we age, sometimes our voice becomes soft, but my voice is not yet soft, it's still strong. And I, I just want to be the voice. And so many younger people, they 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 tend to look over seniors. They're, they become invisible to them. They don't see them. They don't see the older person in the grocery store. Really, people can look past them. And older people say that they feel invisible. So I want to shine that light on them. And that's that's my biggest creation right there. Let people know that they're not invisible. And there's so much to learn from them. It's so much wisdom in the graveyards. And so many seniors take so much to sleep with them permanently. So one of the highlights of the show is I always ask these seniors to give us a golden nugget and they say something great about it. They say something great about life. They leave us a nugget that that a wise woman told me before that I should have like this geriatric tooth fairy bag and pack these nuggets in this bag. So that's kind of like the theme around the show. A little little redhead lady told me that one day. And so um, so um, that's the theme behind the show is getting these nuggets from these amazing seniors. So we have that going. I also have a, a cartoon that's coming out on Facebook to, put, to connect young people, little young people our little kiddos to aging people because sometimes Aww. they're afraid of old people. Yeah. So that connection and then just continue to do the education to um, do the connection to the, the oral care and how to care for elderly people mouth with dementia and, and, and just providing that care to schools. I've did a lot of speaking to even dental schools during the pandemic because it's just not part of the curriculum. Yeah. And then um, we also, my good friend, Melissa Turner and I, we have the National Mobile Dental Conference that's going to be March 4th through 6th. And we're, we're, we're igniting a lot of other mobile dental, a lot of other clinicians, dentists and hygienists to go into mobile dentistry, not just geriatric, but school-based. And then mm-hmm. we have the grown and sexy dentistry, like Jet Dental that goes to corporate offices. So there's so many handles. I was talking to a man today. He said, because I'm in, we're in over 60 nursing homes now. He said, you have a small DSO. And I thought about it. I said, yes. yes. And, and I help other people develop small DSOs. So it's pretty exciting. I mean, to see what hygienists can do. And it's just been it's it's a great journey and I have to say you know it started out really rough and I spoke to a lady that same redhead and I was like I'm just not making any money it's not working but she said just keep working your passion and I just kept working my passion and then that worked out for us so it's pretty good that's usually how it how it works right if you you love something enough the money just comes and you Mm -hmm. figure it out as you go Mm -hmm. okay well as we wrap up here you mentioned something about fantastic little pieces of nuggets um or nuggets of knowledge or things that you've learned from from people that you've spoken to what would you say is like one of the most valuable pieces that you hold on to um what would you say to someone listening right now if there's you know a piece of advice that you could give you know the best thing that's the, a lady and i just interviewed her she told me she and it, it was just it just resonated with me she said sonia above all love yourself first Love yourself for real and always be true to you. Don't compromise yourself, your time or your care for anyone. And mm. she was 89 years old and looked good. And, I, and that's <laughs> so true. You know, the talk that we say to ourselves is important. So yeah. I always talk good to Sonia. Sometimes we talk better to other people than we talk to ourselves. Yeah. So I talk mm-hmm. good to Sonia. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. Thank In you. fact, you know what's <clears throat> that reminds me of? I, I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about this study that was done with plants. Um, I don't plants. know if you've, you've 
seen the study. So it's, yeah, I so it's, what? It's like, Where are we talking to plants? I talked to my plants all the time. Yes. So what? what happened was this study was done where there were two different groups of plants and one group of plants, the scientists or the people in the study would say like derogatory things to the plants. Like you're ugly, you're, oh, you're fat, you're no. stupid, you know, like whatever, all these like things that like, quite honestly, like a lot of times we say to yeah. ourselves, like, you know, in our head. And then the other group of plants, they were told really positive affirmations. Like you're amazing. You're beautiful. You're bright. You're talented. And in the study, it was like very clear, like the plants that were spoken to with positive kindness, these are plants that thrived. They had healthy green leaves and, you know, they just like tethered, you know, their roots deeper into the soil. And, you know, they, they, you know, they were stronger foundational plant. The ones that were spoken to unkindly, um, became diseased. Um, no. And so of course, like, like, you know, they keep other controls, you know, going to my office at all my plants. I'm sorry. I feel that, you know, when one of my plants starts getting sick, I'm like, you're amazing. I just keep oh. telling them, I love you, <laughs> but no, but it's true. It's like, the, those are the things like we say that to ourselves sometimes. And yeah. it's like, that's it. It It's not serving, you know? Um, right. And so you do think about the importance of those positive affirmations and, and loving yourself first. And um, then you become a magnet for what you want to attract. And, <sighs> and it just, uh, it creates a beautiful uh, uh, ripple effect. And that's what you've done, Sonia. Like Thank your you. your energy, like anybody who's in the same room with you, anybody just even like in a Zoom meeting, like anybody just hearing your voice, like your your passion is palpable. Like it's, it's very clear that you have a very strong love and joy for what you do. And I know that our seniors are so lucky to have somebody like you as their voice and as their advocate. So thank you for all the amazing things that you thank do. You. Truly. Thank you so incredible. much for sharing all of your knowledge with us. Yes. So, um, I, I don't know if you know this, Katrina, do you know what time it is? What time is it? <laughs> what time don't is it? Do you know what time it is? We are called the two third air podcast for a reason. At the end of every episode, Katrina and I do a, a virtually and Im- visually impaired version of rock, <laughs> paper, scissors, and the loser goes up against you. You oh can then God. decide whether you would like to accept a tooth or a dare or dish out a tooth or a dare. A tooth is done right now. And a dare is something that you have to film and put up on social media within seven days of this episode launching. Oh, so while you think about this, Katrina and I are going to set ourselves up here. And in the meantime, the rest of you need to follow us on Instagram. You can follow me, Irene, at toothlife.irene. You can follow Katrina at the Dental Wine Genesis. And you can follow Sonia at geriatric underscore tooth fairy. All of that stuff is linked in the details below. So here we go. Are you ready, girlfriend? Let's do I'm this. Ready. All right. Okay, ready? Rock, Rock paper, scissors, scissors. Irene, I feel like you keep winning. This is like amazing. You're on a just, really good I winning streak. You. I won. So I'm <laughs> I'm out. Um, Katrina and Sonia, it's up to you, ladies. Sonia, would you like to accept or dish out? Dish. Would you like to dish? Okay, Katrina, will you accept okay. a tooth or a dare? I'm I'm gonna accept a dare. Whoa. Sonia, come up with something, girl. What are you going to dare her to do? (laughs) The only limit she has is that her pants need to be on. I dare you to come on Facebook having a wine and cheese toast with your puppies. Aww. 
done. Absolutely. I feel like that's like a regular Wednesday night for her. Absolutely. Like, that's not- <laughs> happy to do it. <laughs> I was like, that's easy. Okay. Done. Done. Cool. Yep. Okay. That's easy. All it's right, happening. everyone. Tune into our Instagram. Katrina will share her wine and cheese with her puppies. Sonia, thank you yes. so much for being with us today. Bye. We really appreciate it. Bye. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Have a great day, everyone. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. On the flippity from flip. the flippity flip. From the flippity flip. <laughs> on the flip side, where where are we? Where, what where, is this? Where, is this fun. a two day or a three day weekend? What is happening? Whoa. How many positive bags were there? Blue. We're going to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I did actually speaking of going to Kansas and and Lou being a dog I I (laughs) I bought myself a pair of red high heels and I forgot about it because I maybe had had a few white claws when I purchased that do you ever do that like do you ever buy yourself something and then sober you gets the package and you're like yeah. what did drunk me buy it's for basically it's like, what i'm wearing right now yeah <laughs> is, i love that journey I, for I us. go on those like on those sprees on that yeah. app called shen s-h-e-i-n have you seen that no. one no shen or shine it's shine, like, I don't shine, know. shine um but like everything is so super cheap i'm like okay 12 dollars for yeah. this i'll buy it and if it doesn't work out like, is it, it like gross out, cheap though you know have you ever seen those like fails where like it, it looks like a really cute dress and then you buy it no, and I it mean, like hangs on you all like, worked out oh, okay well sometimes you don't but know kind of like one of those one-time wears where you'll wear it once and wash it once and then you might get another yeah. wear out of it but then it's like yeah it's like gonna, it's, it's, it's unraveling in your dryer right <laughs> you're like oh, yeah okay oh yeah well, anyways, um, so that was a fun episode. I love everything that Sonia's doing and her yeah. energy. She was so sweet and so she like, is. lively. And I love her passion for for helping helping the peeps that can't help themselves. I mean, I love yes. that. And so what I love about it, and this is why it's such a timely piece, is because the uh, National Mobile and Teledentistry Conference is actually uh, launching March 4th through the 6th in Orlando, Florida. Um, and so she's, it's kind of an amazing event. We'll, we'll link it all in the show notes, but, um, with registration, it's two and a half days of coursework, oh, wow. uh, over 15 hours of CE coursework. And then there's on-demand bonus content as well. She's got a pre-conference workshop, um, and cool. she basically provides access um, for anybody uh, who is interested in kind of stepping into their power in mobile dentistry or learning about teledentistry. So it's also it's a hybrid. You can actually go physically and be there in Florida, which I'm sure that mm. they've got some amazing things they're doing to protect from a safety standpoint. Right. Um, but the other piece is you can actually log on and attend the entire conference virtually as well, if you would like. Cool. So um, they've got Very that cool. going on. Um, check it out. NMDconference.com. Check but we'll link, it link it that out. in the show notes as well. Um, she's rocking it with Melissa Turner. So yeah, please check it out. And are you ready for your dare? I'm going to do a dare. Oh yeah. My you got to go on Facebook and have some vino with the poaches. That's what I'm going to do. That's like I'm literally, I was like, I that's happy like a to regular do that. Tuesday. Yeah. I was like, yes. it's okay. So yes. Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay, well, we're going to just sign off here, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend if you're listening to this on Monday. I mean, if you hope you had a good weekend. But anywho, you know what we mean. Have a great day. Peace out, peeps. Cheers. What is happening? 
I'm unsure about what precisely is happening. I have some concerns. That is not what I, I hold on. That's not the one. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Look at it. I wasn't saying anything crazy with like my husband in the background. Oh, it's all good. We edit husbands out. We just edit out. Guys, this is a great podcast.